Coming to you from the bottom of Lake Agassiz. Welcome to the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on the mighty 790 KFGO FM 104.7, 94.1, KFGO.com, the KFGO mobile app. You can you can enjoy Outdoors Live in, in many different ways. And, and I say that quite frankly and quite honestly because... Uh, you're listening to Outdoors Live, but it might be on a podcast. And if you haven't checked out the podcast, I would encourage you to do that and to subscribe to the podcast. That's one thing. that I mean, I love the outdoors, uh, like Brew and Agri, Gone Outdoors, or listening to some of the great guests that also talk about the outdoors, not just Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri, but Joel Heitkamp will have great guests on about game and fish hunting, fishing in the outdoors, Tyler Axis, Amy and JJ, uh, KFGO News. So the podcast is something that I've grown to appreciate. And the, the beautiful thing on that is you can listen to Outdoors Live, um, live on the air. You can listen to the podcast whenever you want. You can go back if you missed a part and, and listen to it again. So that's really, really a cool, a cool way for you to enjoy the weekend edition of Outdoors Live. I am a former game warden and a current biologist for the North Dakota Game and Fish Department. And each weekend, we take a little different look at the outdoors. It's not just simply casting and blasting, hunting and fishing. It's uh, it's a, a unique outdoors magazine that comes to life. So thank you for allowing us to be a part of your weekend. I'm going to preach a little more about hunter education, okay? Now, there's always a need for instructors. There's always a need. Always has been, always will be. In this era, in this time, of searching for volunteers. It doesn't matter if it's your local Cub Scout, Cub Scout group, your local Lions Club, your Sunday school. Everybody needs volunteers. Hunter education is no different. The next, the next area that I wanted to talk a little bit about, the next area I wanted to talk a little bit about is the actual classes, okay? Because I get a number of questions uh, from people wondering, hey, When's their class? Why is their class this time? Why not this time? They're taught by volunteer instructors. So most of the time people can go, oh, okay, they're taught by volunteer instructors. Realize that you only have to take hunter education once. It's about 14 hours. There's so many study at home options now. Uh, sooner or later, I, I don't want to ever sacrifice safety for convenience. I don't want to sacrifice safety for convenience, but there's more and more learn on your own home study opportunities available but the goal the goal is not just to check the box the goal is to put safe hunters in the field that's what we've done and that's what we need to continue to do is to put safe hunters in the field and i really i really don't have a lot of sympathy when people say well I've, my, my, my son has practice ah, that doesn't really work it you, you you may not be wrong i'm not doubting that but it comes down to a matter of priority because I hear the stories of, of kids that will travel literally hours. And it's not just athletic events. It's AAU teams and practices. It's strength and conditioning that they'll travel miles and hours day after day, week after week, year after year. Hunter education is one time in your life, 14 hours spread out, sometimes over multiple weekends, sometimes over multiple nights. Yeah. Your your town might just have one class a year. But you know what? Thankfully you have that one class in your town. I remember as a kid, um you know, thinking, oh man, this is so tough. I'm I'm gonna miss the football game on Friday night. 
I'm going to be late for the football game on Friday night because it's Hunter Education Test Night. Yeah. Well, you take the test and you never have to do that again. There's many more football games in life. And it's not just athletics that, that take the priority. It is, it's, it's all, it's everything. It can be from FFA to 4-H to, to other activities and interests that take that priority. But if you need Hunter Education, you need to put that as a priority, right? And that's, that's up to you, the individual. That's up to the parent or the guardian to stress upon uh, that individual. Like, hey, you know what? This is a one-time deal. You got to take country education. Once you have it, it's all done. And it's more than just gun safety. It is way more than just gun safety. It's conservation. It's the history and the heritage of hunting and conservation. It's landowner relations. It's, it's probably more a hunter responsibility class you know so hunter education it's, it's called in a lot of ways it's called gun safety but that's just a small component of it and again so don't get frustrated if the class doesn't fit the day the time the place that you want it to think of it as an opportunity especially in you know some of those smaller rural communities hey be thankful that you have somebody that's willing to volunteer to teach that class and also you know what, if, you're, if your son or daughter, if they're willing to travel long distances for, for practices and activities, then you can find classes scattered all across the state that may fit better. And it might provide some bonding time for the trip to and from. So you can look at it that way. Greg Power, Fisheries Division Chief for the North Dakota Game and Fish Department. Let's talk about the record-breaking year that fishing was in 2023. Walleye fishing in 2023 was, for sure, during the open water season, the best ever. I mean, it's incredible how many calls, how many, very few complaints, but a lot of positive things were said about the walleye fishing in North Dakota. And it wasn't any one water, you know, that, that's what was super neat about it. It was pretty much throughout the state, all, in particular our new walleye uh, prairie lakes, they really put out well for the walleye and then and then the big three, Sakakwea had another big, excellent year. Uh, Devil's Lake was solid throughout into fall and Hawaii was a little surprising. It was probably a little better than expected. Again, the big three, you know, that they've been our walleye fisheries for 50 years. So, they, I mean, what, what makes them work is water. <laughs> and we've had decent water. Missouri River, you know, there's a lot of concern about water levels the last two years, but thankfully we were a little higher than expected. And in the walleye fishery, we still have a lot of, Oahe is a walleye factory. It reproduces, it's our only truly self-sustaining walleye fishery in the state. So there's plenty of walleye all the time in Oahe. But Sakak, we have had excellent stocking results for the last 10, 20 years. And good natural production. Same thing with Devil's Lake. Um, just a lot of success in the stocking because we've got good water and good forage. Definitely, definitely, absolutely what anglers and even people who don't fish love to hear about the health of the fisheries in North Dakota. Greg Power, Fisheries Division Chief for your North Dakota Game. This is the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on the Mighty 790 KFGO FM 94.1, 104.7. KF, KFGO.com, the KFGO mobile 